What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, Discerning Podcast listeners. This is Tom Kenny, and you are listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. You know, we've always been brought up to think that nuclear is really scary. But is it? I mean, 28 years after the, the worst possible disaster... <laughs> And I was wandering around in jeans and training shoes, and you think, I know I'm supposed to have thrown my shoes away, but I haven't. But it's... Don't tell me you brought them into the studio. You haven't got radioactive shoes. Do you know, I have. <laughs> oh, These are the very shoes that I was wearing. Clarks has turned up in a dirty bomb. <laughs> I am a human dirty bomb. You are now on the inside of what I like to call the circle of trust. You're all connected in the great circle of life. You know something, Bert? I think you and I are going in circles. It feels like we're going in circles. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Because it's a circle. Yeah, we heard about the circle. Yes, we're familiar with shapes. Hi, this is Chuck. This is Greg. And this is Dan. And we are Talking in Circles, brought to you by the GeekCast Radio Network, the podcast that always dances with the devil on the pale moonlight. Nice. Uh, Welcome to episode 26 of Talking in Circles. This week we will be debuting a very new game called Moments in Time. Well, we'll be pitting Greg versus Chuck in a battle of who can remember random facts that don't pertain to anything. But before Chuck we get... will definitely win because my brain is addled. <laughs> I could probably do last week and Greg would lose. So. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. But before we get to all of that, how's the week been going for you guys? Pretty good. Just got done with, uh, I know this is coming out kind of late, but had a 4th of July weekend and all the festivities that went along with that and a couple of cookouts and delicious food and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Delicious food is always a good, good sign. It is. I'm a big fan. I was over at my girlfriend's house and uh, her dad made steaks on the grill and we had like baked potatoes and all that good stuff. So it was delicious. And then um, just the other night we had like a really violent thunderstorm in our area and we had like tornado warnings and all this other crap and we lost power for like eight hours Ooh. so that kind of sucked i did not lose power yeah had uh had to spend some time in the dark not really being able to do much so that was 
That was kind of a bummer. But that sucks. That's not very fun. At least it was only eight hours. I remember when we had one of the hurricanes a few summers ago, like coming through our area. I was out of power for like a week, and Ouch. it really sucked. So, and what really sucked too is we made it through the storm okay. We were fine. So that next morning, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch a movie because because it was all good. So I put a movie in my Xbox. I should preface this by saying it was a red box movie. And then suddenly the power goes out. So <laughs> I'm like, and there's no way to open my Xbox because I have no power. So And I need to return that movie. So what I ended up having to do was actually go to work with my Xbox, plug it in, uh, <laughs> open it, take out the movie, and, and take it back. So it was because it was gone for such a long time. I'm like, I'm not going to end up buying this movie from Redbox just because my power went out. So. Put your whole Xbox in the back in the Redbox machine. <laughs> <laughs> just not, take it. Just I don't even care. Just take it. <laughs> it will not fit in the slot. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> that's why I waited to go further. Um, I know. I know. I, I could tell you were just like, wait for it. Greg's coming right here. It's it's telepathic anymore. Um, <laughs> all right, Greg. How's your week been going? It's all right. I have a couple things to shore up from the the last time we talked. Brisket came out pretty damn good did not get back to that uh that con artist that uh requested me on skype they just have not been on any time i've been on so that kind of sucks and finally uh for the third thing you guys remember this story i told about my uh brother's girlfriend her dog nearly dying and she gave it mouth to mouth and the dog bit her right yeah oh yeah how's it doing the dog's fine at this point it just was like super anxiety from a storm that was going on but it turns out my brother's girlfriend didn't just get a bite on the nose that she went to the emergency room for which was apparently nothing really with with bite wise and puncture but the dog actually did break her nose ouch ouch this small little carrion terrier broke her nose so she had to get that set a couple days ago so Oh man! Oh, yeah. She she does not have the the greatest of luck. She's a really nice uh, girl, but she has no luck whatsoever. Was it Mike Tyson's dog? Because it broke a nose and bit a body part in the same motion. <laughs> no, it's got much a uh, bigger nose than Mike Tyson, and probably a higher IQ than Mike Tyson. And better house <laughs> and manners and a deeper voice. <laughs> yes, and a deeper voice. <laughs> This little shitty carrion terrier that looks like Toto from uh, Wizard of Oz. Nice, nice. <laughs> but what, do you, what have you been up to, Dan? I had a nice 4th of July as well. Uh, we actually kind of played it cheap this this 4th, and uh, uh, we went down to Baltimore, and what we did is I went to my old parking garage that I used to work for where I used to work in the city, and we went to the top floor and just kind of just hung out out there watching all the fireworks around the city go off which is pretty cool because it was like literally like a panoramic of all around the city of this, all these random fireworks going off and then going off in the inner harbor. So it's pretty cool. Nice. And then uh, we got, you know, got some chairs, got some wine. It was, it was pretty, I were like there by ourselves for the most part. And then like once it hit like nine o'clock, all these other random people started showing up. So I'm like, all right, you stole our idea and whatever. But anyways, <laughs> I it was worth it. would feel like uh, Darth Bane sitting up there, kind of like the whole scene at the, the football stadium where things are exploding. Did you feel like, uh, not Darth Bane, uh, just regular Bane? <laughs> I, I think you are. Uh, yes. You're looking, you're looking forward. Too to... far beneath me, Batman. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I did feel a little bit like Darth Bane. I should have played. Uh, I said Darth Bane too. Jeez, I should have got that recording of that little kid singing the national anthem and started playing that, and then say, you know, what a lovely voice or whatever he says. But, but <laughs> what no. a lovely voice you have there, Daniel. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> but besides that, no, it was a nice little holiday. It was cool, and we got in and out without any traffic. We timed it perfectly. So, but what really sucks though is like when parking garages up their price because of the event. It's like ten dollars instead of three dollars, like it usually is. I'm like, all right, you are a true American there uh, <laughs> with price gouging. But it is funny that you say Darth Bane because I did over the with the break. I did get some free time, which was nice before my summer gets crazy, and I. Went to this, it was this weird building, and I'm not sure if you guys know about these things, but I walked in, and I took a book, and, like, I was able to leave with it without paying for it. I just had to give them this card thing. It was weird. There was, like, tons of books in there, and even movies. It is crazy. I don't know. This, I think this is going to start to catch on sometime soon. But, uh, no, I actually went to the library for the first time in, like, forever. So much so that when I tried to check out my book, my name was no longer in the system, so I had to get a new card. But uh, with us talking about Star Wars a lot, I'm like, I wanted to get into some of the Star Wars novels, but I wasn't sure if I was going to like them. So I'm like, well, I do have a really close by library, so I will take advantage of it. And I did. And I read the first book of the Darth Bane trilogy that, Greg, I know that you're a huge fan of. Yes, I am. It's it called... very impressive that you've read it already, Daniel. It is. My Jedi reading skills are, are pretty strong. But it's called Darth Bane Path of Destruction. It is written by Drew Capuchin. I don't know how to say that correctly. But for those that don't know, it is a Star Wars Expanded Universe novel. It takes place like a thousand years before Star Wars, like the movie we know of. But also like a thousand years after the Old Republic video game, which I played. And I actually one of the coolest things I liked about it was its little connections to that storyline to Darth Raven and stuff like that. Because I love that game back in the day, the Old Republic like uh, role-playing game. I, I think you guys said you haven't played that at all, right? I haven't, no. No. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not usually big into world role-playing games, but I kind of like that. I never The second one wasn't nearly as good, but the, I think what was really great about that game, too, was like the storyline and whatnot. So, But the basic premise behind Darth Bane is this guy who is works at this mining planet and he's just kind of getting by and something kind of happens where he needs to leave the planet. Basically he ends up like murdering these Republic soldiers because of all these things that happen. And he leaves and he joins the Sith because during this time, this is when the Sith are kind of coming back because of the brotherhood of evil. And he's a guy who, who doesn't hate the Sith like most people do. He kind of sees that they're just like human beings and they're not nearly as bad as Republic makes them out to be because he thinks it's just kind of propaganda and people playing games. And it's about his rise to becoming a Sith Lord, basically, and what drives him. And I don't want to give too much away because I know I myself knew nothing about this book, but I thought it was great and I completely understand why you love it, Greg, and I can't wait to read the next book. This being the first ever Star Wars book I got into, I didn't know what this was like, like what, you know, how they're like. But I love the fact that it's kind of t told through the perspective of like the supposed villain, really. I mean, it touches on the Republic soldiers a little bit, um, like General Hoth. And I didn't know there was actually a General Hoth, but I'm like, oh, he gets a planet named after him. So, you know, he's pretty <laughs> awesome. So, <laughs> But it's really cool because seeing his 
his path, seeing like the way he goes and it wasn't stereotypical. It wasn't like this Darth Vader at all or anything like that. He had like legitimate reasons and uh, his issues with the, the Jedi and his issues with the Sith. And I don't know. I just loved how it progressed. It went some directions I didn't expect it to go into mostly went some of the, uh, the major battles and some of the characters that you see them aligned. And it was a really good progression of this character. Like it's his motivations were really set in stone and, he was interesting because it's not like he was on the polar opposite of being amazingly great and suddenly you see him becoming evil. He was kind of always in the middle, which was made it a little bit like it's a less of a progression. But I think it's a little bit more interesting because it's not as drastic and you can see it, it kind of go more logically. It was weird. It's like reading a, a novel of World War Two from the side of Germany. Like, and then like you're making this soldier be like a, like a normal human being. And he's like a cis soldier killing these Republic people who are usually the the hero. So I like I said, this is my first Star Wars novel, so I don't know if that's like a norm, but I really dug it. I'm looking to get into it again. It leaves off at a good spot. Curious where it goes next, because at the end of it, it's the the Sith have been drastically altered. So to, to fit his vision of what the Sith should be, as Greg you mentioned in the past podcast, it gets into like the current state of the Sith once the episode one begins. So I highly highly recommend it. Uh, and I will get into well, once I read the second book, in which I have ordered again from that crazy library. Like I can like, <laughs> order all these books for free. It is crazy. <laughs> it was weird going to the library though, and like seeing there were actually a lot of people there. I'm like, wow. Oh people... wow, really? Yeah, it was really busy. I'm like, wow, people still use these things. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, if if anything, I'd say go support your local library if you're looking to get in books. And I'm currently reading another book that I don't know when I'll finish, but I'll get into that probably another episode. So this whole reading thing, I you know what? It's pretty aces. I'm not, not going to lie. A lot of fun. Dan's going to restart Reading Rainbow by himself. Well, it's already getting restarted with LeVar Burton in the in the Kickstarter. Woot woot! So, but I will start Reading Rainbow for adults, which yeah. almost sounds like something for porn or something like that. Adult Reading Rainbow. Yeah, you're, you're going to read Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, God, no. Love God, no. <laughs> Never. God, no. Uh, but to get us out of this hole, Chuck, have you been up to anything this week? Not too awful much. I haven't had a whole lot of free time this week, but I was able to watch something on YouTube, actually, on my lunch break the one day. And it was a episode from a TV show that I know Greg is a big fan of. And that is uh, the BBC version of Top Gear. Oh, I love the British Top Gear. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird how I came across it, too, because this is something about me, too. But I'm, for some reason, fascinated with everything to do with the Chernobyl disaster. Really? Yeah, like, I just can't get enough of that stuff. It's just, like, so fascinating. But I was kind of looking some stuff up the one day on lunch break, and I was reading, and I saw someone mention that they did a Top Gear episode where they had to drive to Chernobyl. And I'm like, I got to see this. And um, so I YouTubed it and they didn't have the entire episode on there, but they had a good chunk of it. It was like half the episode or something, but it was pretty interesting. What what they had to do was um, they started off in one city. I can't remember exactly where they started from, but uh, each of the three hosts of the show were given a very fuel economic car 
and they were given a certain amount of gas. It was like 23 liters or something like that, and nobody has any clue how much that is. <laughs> and they told them they had to make it to this certain point, and they're all kind of looking at each other, and they're like, well, you know, that'll be p- plenty of fuel. I don't understand what the challenge is. And they told them the challenge was to run out of fuel before they crossed the line into the exclusion zone at Chernobyl. And they all looked at each other and they're like, oh, shit, you know, like, <laughs> they're like, can we even go there? Like, with, with the radiation, like, is that even safe? And so they all kind of start freaking out and trying to think of ways to severely decrease their fuel economy on their cars. And they're all like tiny cars, so they get great fuel mileage. But the one guy's putting like big, huge rocks in his car to make it heavier and stuff. Um, that was the big guy that did that, right? Yeah. Um, I think Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds like his method. (laughs) (laughs) The, the, the brute, you know, full bore approach. Yeah. Um, He's power. He's always screaming. (laughs) The one guy lets some air out of his tires, which he explains like increases rolling resistance. So you have to use more fuel as you're driving and everything. That was probably James May. I think it was, which is weird because I work with a guy named James May, so that was kind of weird to watch. But um, the other guy just started driving, swerving across the road like a maniac, saying that I'm covering twice the distance, so I'll use like twice as much fuel and run out sooner. It is really sad that I could pick out all three hosts by what they have done to their cars <laughs> to try and get around this. Yeah. So like they start driving and... This guy, the guy is zigzagging all over, and like people are beeping at him and everything on the road. That's pretty hilarious. And um, I think it was Jeremy Clarkson. He, they had to their their calculations said that they had to get under twenty miles per gallon somehow. So he ended up like he was getting around twenty three or twenty two or something. And he's like, I got to do more. I got to do something else. So he opened up the back hatch on the car. And it, you know, increased the drag. He's trying to drive with his door open, but he said it was like 10 degrees outside, so he was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> they end up getting closer and closer to Chernobyl, and the guy that was zigzagging, he ends up running out of fuel before they even got to it. He was the only one that did. So the other two guys, they get into Chernobyl, they drive by the reactor, and... You know, they have Geiger counters in the car, of course, and it's kind of like the needles going up. And Jeremy Clarkson actually ran out of gas when he was really close to the reactor. Because <laughs> 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 he's the whole time he's cheering for it to run out of gas. And he finally gets up to it and he's like, he's like, come on, come on, don't run out now. Keep me going. Keep me going. And he gets into the, the little abandoned city there called Pripyat and he just totally like runs out of gas and the other guy was able to keep going and he made it clear through, I think, but it was funny. And I guess like for this episode, they got a lot of complaints from fans and stuff uh, that were like, I guess worried, like seriously worried about their health and safety and everything. Like, you know, why were you making them go to Chernobyl? Like they're going to get radiation poisoning and like all this stuff. And, I guess the producers are were in a little bit of a of hot water, but you know they were. Re- what if you could have a career 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sharing people like the radiation really isn't that high. Like if you're only going to be there for 30 minutes or an hour or something, it's really not going to affect you. I mean, if you're going to, you know, spend the night or a couple days hanging out there, then yeah, you're going to get sick probably. But and uh, the really funny part was Jeremy Clarkson did a radio interview sometime after that. And I was watching the YouTube video of that. And they were asking about this particular episode. And the the host of the radio show is asking me, he's like, weren't you worried about the radiation, you know, being there? And Jeremy Clarkson's like, no, not at all. He's like, both of my scrotums are fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, one of them fell off and the other one's really swelling, but, you know. <laughs> and he was talking about how... You know, back when it happened, they said nobody would be able to be around that area for like 200 and some thousand years or something like that. And he's like, here we are 28 years later. He's like, I'm walking around in in like jeans and sneakers or whatever. And uh, so the host of the radio show was like, you didn't wear those same shoes into the <laughs> studio. <did you?" laughs> he's like, actually, I did. <laughs> like my shoes are radioactive like if you hold the guy your counter next to his shoes it's like going crazy really kind of... <laughs> yeah wow I, i've seen that happen to other people too like other videos i've watched like people go and tour there and you walk around and it just like you know you get a little bit of dirt on your shoes and it, your shoes kind of absorbs it a little bit it's it's not it's not a big amount or anything but it's enough for it's enough for the machine to detect it. But I just thought that was kind of funny. And it was a, a really amusing episode of that show. Cause usually I've, I watch more of the American version and I've only seen a little bit of the BBC version, but this one was a really entertaining episode. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyone where they travel a lot like that and in, in the group of three, it's usually pretty damn funny, especially when they try to sabotage each other. And, uh, when the, the, <laughs> the games like there's like two or three throughout a, a run like that where they're going a long distance in the beginning with the guy that was zigzagging before they even started he they showed like people making preparations and he takes a roll of duct tape and he's covering all of his seams in the car like he's going around all the car doors going around the hood the trunk everything and jeremy clarkson comes over and he's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> And he's like, I'm sealing all the cracks so the radioactive dust can't get in. <laughs> and he's like, 
you do realize you just made your car more aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> just like ripping the tape off. Uh, it was funny. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Greg, how about yourself? What have you been up to? Well, this one goes to you, Dan. Uh, you'll very much get a kick out of this. You guys uh, both watched something that uh, I've kind of enjoyed or recommended. I watched something that you've kind of recommended. I've watched uh, Game of Thrones. I I went through it pretty damn quick. I just like every night I've been tossing in uh, episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. I'm going to go back through and watch the um, the bonus content as well. I have the chance. The bonus content, as in certain scenes with certain people. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, did you get past the first episode? Or? Yeah, I did get past the first episode. I, I watched the whole first season. Uh, so this has kind of got into an impromptu homework episode. With I was just other. thinking that, too. It <laughs> totally turned into that. We didn't mean to. But I, I thought it was really good. There's definitely not a lot of action to it, but I, I thought the uh, dialogue and uh, what little action there was in there left uh, a lot of dramatics to it and left kept it very interesting. There wasn't really any um, pause in the adventure where it got lulled down too much. It always kept up a nice, interesting pace. I think that's because of... All the all the characters they have, and there's like ten billion of them. Which I got done watching the episodes, and I was like, "Yeah, it'd be good if they had like a little guide or something, or maybe I'll bring up a Wikipedia page and I can just look through the characters while I'm watching episodes." After I got done watching the entire season, I uh, opened back up the packaging for the the discs, and I pulled out this little pamphlet, and it has. A family tree on it and a map of <laughs> of all the lands and i'm like well that would have been helpful if i knew i should have looked at this first bad greg bad but uh i ended up finishing them uh my favorite characters out of the whole thing was uh daenerys but I felt bad for her seriously though when her character started off because like, her brother is a giant bag of douche, that guy. I was glad to see what happened to him later. That was an interesting um, wrap-up they did uh, on him. Uh, very happy when it happened. But, like, and she just, she gets sold off to this guy, like, who's freaking beastly huge and everything. And she looks scared of him. And the whole time she's with him, I just wanted to, like, jump in and try and save her. Uh, to be quite honest, I wasn't even like, oh, boobies, boobies, boobies with her. I was just like, I would like to save her because I feel so bad for her. But she does. She is gorgeous, that girl. And after after a while, balance of power kind of uh, comes up to her and she kind of even becomes more powerful than the brother, which was a nice turnabout, I thought. I was very happy that she was kind of taking her fate in her hands towards the the uh, mid end of season and then my other favorite character was oh what's his name shit tyron lannister yeah the what's his name peter dicklinch yeah i thought he was great he's very very intelligent but he's he's been through a lot of crap but he kind of lives with it and he has his own little sayings around it and he's still having fun and uh the revelation of what happened to him of 
with his family, well, with his dad more specifically and his brother, what they did to him, I, I felt bad for him. But the fact that how he is, how he is coping with it, even though it's a lot of drinking and a lot of sleeping with uh, prostitutes and stuff, I still thought he had a, a great attitude. And for such a guy that's not have uh, quite that much stature to him, I thought he was still kind of brave, even though he was kind of like, I'm not going to go into this fucking fight. And he's just <laughs> like, all right, I guess I have to anyway. And he, he just does it. Then probably like a, a third would probably be um, uh, Lord Snow, the illegitimate son of uh, Sean Bean's character, uh, King Stark, which I did, I did. There's like one king and then there's other kings of separate kingdoms. And like I, I was like- a dicey on the um, political structure there. It's kind of like governors, they would say, right? I mean, you have like the one yeah. head king and like each one is like a governor, like a king of a city or a king of a kingdom or something. Yeah. And then I think um, Daenerys, am I saying that right, by the way, her name? Because her name confuses the hell out of me. She's gorgeous, but her name confuses the uh, hell out of me. I know what you're well, saying. Emily Clark's character. Yeah. Well, blonde chick, uh, which sounds very negative towards her, but blonde chick is is also like trying to come back for the throne or something. It was like their family got kicked off the main throne, the the king, the the sword throne. Yeah, um, like her, like, she comes from like a, a line of people who were kings beforehand, or yeah, I, and then she's trying to reclaim her her rightful place. Which it kind of ran into a whole Skyrim storyline, which is kind of like what's going on in the game Skyrim that I love to play. Because you start off that game as a dragonborn, so you have these powers of of a dragon, essentially, that you kind of develop and cultivate and everything. And there's a, a, a fight for that kingdom there that you're coming in the middle of. So that that kind of gave me a Skyrim feel, which I really enjoyed. But you've you've got her coming in, trying to fight her way back to the throne with the brother, but using... Uh... Daenerys Targaryen. Oh. Sorry. Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, I'm trying uh... to get it. <laughs> Hold on. Stop. Daenerys Targaryen. That doesn't that help at all. <laughs> Go ahead. Is that her saying it? No, that's some thing on YouTube. Okay, that thing on youtube sounded pretty hot too but yeah i I felt bad for her character the entire time because i just wanted to come in and 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 save her i I felt she was um falling victim to um stockholm syndrome half the time with uh just being with with that dude for so long that she's having one of her handmaidens help her try and figure out how to please him and everything but I thought it, I thought it was really good. I don't think it would be something Chuck would uh, care for too much because of the uh, X-rated scenes. There is a lot of nudity, and uh, her husband does take her from behind quite often, um, as does everybody else. Everybody else is doing it. Everybody does a doggy style back in the day, apparently. They don't want to look at each other. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> well, the, the one scene with her, she's like, after she got, she was trying to figure out how to please him and everything. She's like, "Nope, I'm going to be on top and everything, and we're going to look each other in the eye." And, and then eventually, they did it that way. And he apparently liked it that way too. And uh, she, uh, she 
and uh, him were throwing out pet names back and forth uh, to each other. Which, by the way, I'm very, I'm much better at saying her uh, the prince, the ti- her title um, through that language than I am actually saying her actual name. I'm, I'm better at Khaleesi than. than yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Harris. Yeah, Khaleesi. I, I was wondering because I'm like, I thought her name was something else. I'm like, oh yeah, Khaleesi, because that's what she really gets called in the. Yeah, uh, she later seasons. Called, she gets called that way more often in the first season than uh, anybody uh, than anything else. With, with her character too, like you, it's interesting you say that, like wanting to save her because I think when the later seasons you kind of see of all the characters. I mean, there are tons. She probably has some of the biggest development. Her and Jon Snow, and I, it's Jon Snow is to me still one of my. It's probably my favorite character currently. So he knows he, nothing. He knows nothing, which is a line that Game of Thrones fans will understand. Yeah, I liked him, but I I felt like there wasn't a, a lot there for him. Like yeah. he wasn't doing a lot, but he he was interesting because of what could happen to him and the fact that he is kind of so noble and he, he's just not an asshole, <laughs> which some <laughs> a lot of the characters really do turn into. When I first started, I was like, well, I heard all this stuff about Joffrey being a little dickhead. I'm like, okay, so far he's not too bad. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's a little whiny crybaby. And then he's doing other stuff, like right after being a crybaby bitch, getting his ass kicked by a girl. And then he's like, I'm I'm the king. I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying I'm the, I'm the king and like execute him. Like. I'm like, really? You were crying like a bitch before. What happens if this turns around on you again? You're just going to cry like a little bitch? <laughs> just wait till later seasons because it only gets worse. So Yeah, I, I can imagine because I've, I've always heard the talk about him being a, a little dickhead. But I, I'm definitely going to check out some more. But I, ha- I have a lot right here right now. So I'm going to get through all this movie stuff and uh, maybe get to the second season after it price drops a little bit because... Let's let's be quite honest. They're freaking pretty expensive. Uh, they do give you a lot of DVDs to go through, and it's a lot of content. But they are really expensive still, if you ask me. Yeah, HBO really charges a lot for their stuff. Uh, it's almost cheaper just to get a subscription to HBO. <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, one thing too that you're in the, that you watched the first season. Highly recommend going to YouTube and the bad lip reading and watching the Game of Thrones episode uh, like video pretty hilarious it's like they is, make is that where they add in extra lines like they 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 take out all the uh, uh, audio and then they put in their own audio kind of situation exactly and oh. they basically make it into what if like game of thrones was a summer movie coming of age movie where like they're working at like a medieval times so <laughs> well that that could they could do that very easily i'm, I'm assuming from the, the stuff i've seen yeah, it's it is amazing, especially the person who does the voice for uh, Tyron Lannister. There's a a great a great uh, image there, so highly recommend that. It's it's fun. I mean, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, it's even still funny. But with that knowledge, it's 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 pretty hilarious. But yeah, I I just want to cuddle Khaleesi more. So yeah, e- yeah. even more than when I first started the uh, before when I didn't watch it. I, she is fucking adorable. Do you know who she's going to be playing pretty soon in an upcoming movie? She's going to be Sarah Connor in Terminator Genesis. Yeah, which like, uh, who was it that played that before? Uh, I'm not, I'm not 
the biggest Terminator Linda, fan. Linda Hamilton played it before. Yeah, she was always freaking scary to me. Like In, now you have this gorgeous woman playing it, and as before, before it was this scary woman. So well, it's kind of weird to me. In the first Terminator, Linda Hamilton was like a normal, like everyday girl, and then she gets transformed into that in the Terminator Two. But God, you gotta watch Terminator, Greg. Terminator One and Two, it, they're awesome. The three. Oh, I and forgot f- you never saw that. No, I've I've always seen parts of it. I've never seen the whole thing. They're on Netflix. I'm pretty sure. So. We're gonna we're gonna robot chicken you and just make you watch <laughs> various TV screens with Walking <laughs> Dead seasons and Terminator. Well, I I want to watch Walking Dead. I'm just so behind on it. That should be coming so much Netflix stuff soon. I have to do. Yeah, yeah, me me too. And then I started this whole reading thing, and it's just like oh yeah, reading takes up a lot of time. I have stack of novels here to read but yeah it'd be great if we had more free time to do the important stuff like watch movies and read books and play video games i think we should have a two-day work week and then five days off yeah i think the world the world will function perfectly that way it definitely would (laughs) yeah oh man i miss i miss having summers off if you're listening to this and you're like at, at the age where you actually get your summer off congratulations oh yeah yeah so uh, I missed that. That was that was a good time, but that that goes so quickly. It goes so quickly. I sent you a link, Chuck, so you know the the girl we're talking about. If you also wanted to ogle, <laughs> which is not usually your style, but I figured I'd send a link anyway. But she's a really good actress too. So I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ogling. I was just explaining to her that she'll be playing Linda Hamilton. So seeing her kick ass would be kind of cool. Scary lady now played by a gorgeous lady. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> little Hamilton isn't is, isn't too bad. Yeah, you know? uh, never. She's always looked really rough to me. <laughs> ouch, ouch. She does. I'm sorry. She she's always looked really rough to me. I watched uh, Children of the Corn, and and she was uh, younger in that. I she was not appealing at all to me, to be quite honest. Well, you know, they all can't be uh, Khaleesi, you know. So true. But let's get ourselves out of this hole uh, <laughs> before we offend too many people. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have a little game we're going to play what's called Moments in Time. So we'll see you in a bit. It's action. It's drama. It's comedy. It's Decian, the superhero webcomic. Decian's got superhero antics and sexy girls. Read it now at Decian.com. D-A-S-I-E-N.com. On the Simplistic Reviews Podcast, we talk movies. We talk TV. We talk... Hello, Julie, what the heck are you doing? Trying to make our spots sound more exciting by adding explosions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could have got the point across with sound effects, not the real thing. Download the show on iTunes or at simplisticreviews.blogspot.com. I'm sure your insurance company will cover that. No, they won't. No, they probably won't. All right, and welcome back. Today we are debuting a brand new game. It's the one I created, so if it's awful, blame me. But it's called Moments in Time. And the idea behind this is I will be giving out facts about a random year. The year that I only know what the answer is, Chuck and Greg do not. I will be giving 10 facts per year. It's kind of like Name That Tune in a way, where if you ever saw that game or played that game, the longer you hear the song the less points you get well same thing with this i will give 10 facts the more facts 
I give the less points someone receives. So if someone gets it on the very first fact, that is 10 points. If someone gets it on the second fact, nine. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nine points, third fact, eight points, and so on. There's no penalty for guessing incorrectly, except that you're frozen. So if Bray gets a guess wrong, he cannot guess again until Chuck guesses incorrectly. He gets a free pass. So you can get kind of strategy there where Chuck can kind of hold or Greg can kind of hold off the person until they feel they're ready to guess. Or, you know, look at it as a free pass. So try to get as many points as you want. So we'll see how this works out. So in order to guess, Chuck and Greg, if you think you're ready to guess, just blur it out. 69! <laughs> Just say your name. So if you're if you're ready to guess, say Greg, you say Greg, Chuck, you say Chuck. Uh, Chuck! And, and I'm, Greg, wait, no, hold on. Uh, <laughs> if you're ready to guess, yell out your name. I will give you the opportunity then to guess. If you get it correct, I will award the points. If you get it incorrect, we will move on. All right, the rules are set. You guys ready to play? I am ready. I've got my blanket here, and I'm holding on to it. I am ready. I've got my hands on the keyboard ready to Google stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, no Googling. No Googling is allowed. We will Damn hear it. you type. Should have and just not said that. <laughs> keep, keep in mind, my idea when I'm giving these clues is I'm trying to, the, the higher the clue, the harder it is. So by the last clue, you know, if you were... You should be able to get it. But the first clue is going to be a little bit difficult. So, And the closer the year is to our present time, the probably the harder it is, I would say. So, again, keep that in mind. All right. So here we go. Our very first clue. For 10 points. In this year, Alberto Cantador wins his third Tour de France. Which he is a bike race for those who don't know. <laughs> Any guesses? I no. did not think so. <laughs> for nine points, the 54 year run of the soap opera As the World Turns ends as this final episode is broadcast. Who the fuck watches soap operas? Cool people do, Karen. <laughs> oh, great. My mom's cool now. Right. <laughs> of course, your mom's cool. All right. Like I said, it's going to get. It'll get easier, I promise. Again, thinking of when this time frame is, for number eight, for eight points, Time Magazine announces Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg as its person of the year. 2005. Incorrect. Damn. 
All right, Greg, you are frozen. Meow. For seven points. The Burge, I'm saying this incorrectly, Kalafa, I think. The world's t- the world's current tallest building is officially opened. A year later, it will be used for an action sequence in the film Mission Impossible 4. So two clues kind of there for the price of one. All right, going on for six points. Volcanic ash from an eruption of an Iceland volcano leads to closures of airspace over most of Europe. All right. Wow. For five points. This was rather a huge moment at the time, so... 33 Chilean miners are trapped underground for two months, all of which are rescued safely. Ooh, I'm going to say Chuck. Chuck's going to wager a guess here. Okay. Just because I feel bad for Greg. He's sitting over there frozen in carbonate. <laughs> I'm going to say 2011. Incorrect, but very close. Oh. Very, very close. For four points... Conan O'Brien's last Tonight Show episode after a big controversy over the Tonight Show time slot. Greg, uh, 2010. That is correct. Woo! Yes! (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't have got that without my guess. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) All right. I, I know those are really hard, but I wanted to, you know, stretch this out a little bit. The other facts, for three points, in February, the storm known as Snowmageddon hit. For two points, Toy Story 3 was the biggest movie of the domestic box office. And for one point, New Orleans Saints defeated Indianapolis Colts in the Super Bowl. Also for this year, for those who are in the know, this is the year in 2010 that Tony Curtis died, along with Gary Coleman and J.D. Salinger. All of those are probably kind of connected. And then also, this is the last year. This is in this year, Spain defeated Netherlands in the World Cup. So last time we had a World Cup, which is why I kind of picked this year. All right. Nice. This one's, I think this one's going to be a little bit better. I'll give one hint. It's not nearly as recent as 2010. All right. For 10 points, if anyone gets this, I will be amazed, but I thought this was rather funny. For 10 <laughs> points for, for this year, in this year, Big John Stud wins the WWF's first Royal Rumble. This you might know, Greg, knowing your, your love of Khaleesi. Uh, and this year, the MPAA creates the NCAA or NC17 rating for movies with adult themes. Yeah. All right. And this year, again, putting a, this is going to give you a big clue on what decade this happened. And this year, on January 19th, President Reagan pardons George Steinbrenner for illegally funding the Nixon campaign. All right. For seven points, 10. Of thousands of Chinese students take over Beijing's Tiananmen Square in a rally for democracy. More than a billion Beijing, I'm sorry, more than a billion in Beijing demonstrate for, for democracy as the chaos spreads ac- across the country. The infamous Tiananmen Square uh, incursion with uh, that classic image of the man hiding in front or protecting in front of the tank. Oh, yeah, I remember year. that. Dang it, can't remember. All right. No guesses again. No penalties for guesses. No. Okay. I don't want to be frozen again. <laughs> it's very lonely. All right. Voyager 2 speeds by Neptune after making startling discoveries about the planet and its moons. 
right. I'm stumped. I'm stumped. All right. Sorry. The first World Wide Web browser is developed by an England person named Tom Berners-Lee while working at a company called CERN. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Chuck. Go ahead. 1982. Incorrect. Oh. Next, uh, for five points, Pete Rose is suspended from baseball for for life for gambling. Uh, 1983. Incorrect. I think this is the one that's going to get it. After 28 years, the Berlin Wall finally opens. <laughs> I feel horrible that I don't know that now. <laughs> I thought that would be a good one. Okay, this one's going to get it. So I, I know this one's going to get it. So I'll be listening very carefully. The movie called Batman Opens. Oh, shit. Um, uh, Greg... 1988. Oh, so very close. Fuck. <laughs> Chuck, uh, any guess? I will say 1989. That is correct. 1989. Nice. That was my next guess. I was gonna. I popped into my head, but I wasn't totally sure. So how many points was that for? What's what's our score at now? That would be for uh, three points. So Greg has four points. Chuck, you have three points. So it's very close. All right. We're going to kind of enter in a territory now where we're going to take away the freezing restrictions. So it's a free for all kind of make this a little bit more fun. So that way we can kind of throw it out there. So, all right. This is really hard, but this is what she said. <laughs> well, this, I think, will indicate what decade it is in. So keep that in mind because it, it's giving away the decade. Four police officers are charged with civil rights violations in a videotape beating of Rodney King in L.A., California. No idea. For nine points, the first ever ESPY awards are awarded. The winners include Michael Jordan and, Mo and Monica Seles. Hmm, 1991. Incorrect. Very close, though. For eight points, WrestleMania IX. I don't know what that is. Is that four? Or nine. Nine. And <laughs> WrestleMania nine at Caesars Palace, Las Vegas. Hulk Hogan pins Yokozuna for the WWE title. Or WWF title back then. Ooh. 1995. Incorrect. <sighs> the biggest song of that year for seven points. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. 90, <laughs> nine, Greg, uh, 1993. That is correct. Woo! Woo! Taking my pants off, running around my room. Woo! Potty Singing down. Whitney Houston songs. That's right. So and that, that, was for, that was for seven points. We'll always love you. And I will always love I should have put more Whitney Houston facts in here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think my ears are bleeding. <laughs> I yeah. apologize for any dogs listening. <laughs> also that year, uh, NBC announces that Conan O'Brien will replace David Letterman. Again, another Conan O'Brien random fact. Also in that year, the television series known as X-Files debuts. 
Also in that year, on May f- March 1st, a new expansion NHL team owned by Disney debuts. Any of you guys know what that team is called? The Mouseketeers? Mm. Was, was it the Ducks? It is the Mighty Ducks of that yeah. year. That wasn't any points, but... Also in 1993, you know what also debuted? The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Also, oh. it's, it was a big year for new teams, because also the NFL announced the Carolina Panthers... And the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Greg, are you a fan of Cheers? For some reason, no. I think you're a fan of Cheers. I don't know why I thought you were a fan no. of Cheers. But that know. also, that was the last episode of Cheers in 1993. Everybody knows your So we name. got seven. That was seven points for Greg. He has got 11. Chuck, you have three. But I think you can. This one, I think you might be. This one's going to be a little harder. But I try to get some huge events here. So in this year. For 10 points, 52 Americans are taken hostage in Tehran, Iran for 444 days. Four days later, and ABC's Nightline premiered centering on the crisis. Also, the movie Argo depicts this issue, which won the Academy, Academy Award for Best Picture two years ago. This all happened in this year. All right. No also in this year, the Walkman cassette and radio was invented. Ooh. Huh. For eight points, the Dustbuster debuts. Greg, uh, 1986? Incorrect. I will say this, you are in the wrong decade. Okay, thanks. <laughs> for number seven, for seven points, do you think I'm sexy? And do- you want my body. Debuts. By Rod Stewart. This is kind of a local story for you guys in PA. Uh, maybe not that local anymore. But in this year, for six points, Three Mile Island nuclear power plant n- near Middletown, Pennsylvania, has a nuclear melt- near meltdown. No one is reported killed or injured, but the accident changed many rep- reg- regulations of nuclear power. Oh, crap. Was it 1976? Incorrect. But I will say that is in between your both guesses, so keep that in mind for the next clue. For five points, the Sugar Hill Gang releases the first commercial rap hit, Rapper's Delight, bringing rap to New York streets and into the popular music scene. Nineteen, Greg, 1980? Incorrect. Damn it. For four points, on April 1st, Nickelodeon TV cable finally debuts. I don't know the dates of any of these things. <laughs> Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. For the next point, for three points, ESPN began broadcasting on this year on September 7th. I'll guess um, 1982. Incorrect. Again, wrong decade. Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn it. <laughs> In this year, the movies for, for, uh, for three points, sorry, for two points, the movies The Deer Hunter, Apocalypse Now are nominated for Best Picture, but neither win as they lose to Kramer versus Kramer. Chuck, 1978. Incorrect. Damn. Very, very close. And For one point, Saturday Night Fever, the Bee Gees win Album of the Year, and Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Greg, 1979. That is correct. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What was the song the Bee Gees did? Saturday Night Fever. Uh, I think yeah. my clues suck. I apologize. Is that the 
If anything happened this episode, it's the fact that Greg sang a lot. So, anyways, all right. This is hopefully is, is it's gonna get. One? I have no idea. Your guess okay. is as good as mine. And this year in two thousand, well, I almost said it, but you know it's in the two thousand. So I'm getting, I'm giving you a hint there for ten points. Again, remember any guesses. On October 31st, the world population reaches 7 billion inhabitants, according, according to the United Nations. Greg, 2008. Incorrect. Damn it. Not far off, though. After 25 seasons for 9 points and more than 5,000 episodes, Greg, I think you're going to get to get this one because I know this is one of your favorite shows. So, for 9 points, after 25 seasons and more than 5,000 episodes, The Oprah Winfrey Show airs its last original Ugh. episode. On May twenty fifth. Oh. I was so glad to see that end. <laughs> For eight points. This will kind of kick it off because we have a personal connection to this issue happening. Uh, on September seventeenth, Occupy Wall Street movement begins in New York City. Uh, Chuck, two thousand eleven. That is correct. Nice, nice Chuck. I should have. I was going to say it last round and I didn't. So now I'm still one point down. I think. Yeah. You, it is 12 points to Greg, 11 points to Chuck. Also in this year, the, uh, the, the NASA begins his last mission. Uh, the award-winning and in- internationally known singer Amy Winehouse is found dead, so that'll cheaper you up a lot. King's Beach wins Best Picture of the Year. F- Fukushima na- nuclear plant melts. Apparently there's a lot of things in here regarding nuclear power plants being melted. Um, also in this year, Osama bin Laden is assassinated, so go USA. Green Bay Packers defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl. And Harry Potter is the king at the box office. So, all right. Moving on to the next round. 12-11, actually. At least the game is close. And this year for 10 points, got to know your science for this. Oh, God. (laughs) The Human Genome Project that mapped the structure of the DNA and all the specific information that it contained completed its work. No guesses. Okay. No idea. For nine points, Elizabeth Smart was found alive nine months after she was kidnapped. She has now become an activist working with sexual predator legislation in the Amber Alert. Also, her story was later sold to CBS for the Elizabeth Smart story. Any guesses on what year that was? Greg, 2008? Incorrect. What's that? You You go in 2008 a lot. I know. That's what I did last round, too. A big event here, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I remember this happening. On February 1st, Space Shuttle Columbia broke up on re-entry on Earth's atmosphere. Uh, and all crew members were killed in the disaster. Greg, you might know it from this for seven points. Paris Hilton sex tape with then-boyfriend Rick Solomon, One Night in Paris, was released. Greg, 2006. Incorrect. Damn it, it would have been moving... awesome if I nailed it on that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, you're moving in the right direction, though. In this year, iTunes opens, along, allowing people to download music for 99 cents, and the recording industry begins its crackdown on illegally downloaded music, including lawsuits against people, as, as well as a 12-year-old girl. Greg, 2004? Yeah. Incorrect. Son of a bitch. Close, though. For five points... Governor Gray Davis is ousted in a recall, electing Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger on October 7th. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chuck 2002. Incorrect. For four points, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King won 11 Oscars, winning every category it was in. For this reason, many considered it the great Lord of the Rings film of all time. For three points, in its second season, second season, American Idol proved as popular as ever as Ruben Stuttered is crowned winner. Greg, you know this year, of course. Yeah, yeah 2003, of course. You got it correct. <laughs> yes. oh. Damn it, why couldn't I got it with the Paris Hilton one? <laughs> Also in this year, the future hosts of Talking in Circles graduate from high school. So, <laughs> All right, so that was three points for Greg. So it's 15 to 11. In this year, for 10 points, doctors in Louisville, Kentucky, performed the first human hand transplant in the U.S., replacing the severed left hand of a New Jersey man with one of a recently dead donor. And it was not Governor Chris Christie. He did not need to sit on it anymore to get a stranger. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. For nine points, the currency known as the euro is established. I don't know. Greg, 1976. Incorrect. Wrong decade. This will kind of clue you in. The number of internet users, this is for eight points, the number of internet users worldwide reaches 150 million by the beginning of the year. Only 50, over 50% are from the United States. And it also leads to worldwide panic before a gigantic pug that will occur the year after this. Greg, 1999. That is correct. I felt foolish for my first answer now. <laughs> so that was for eight points. Woo! Also also in this year, Monica Lewinsky gave her first televised interview. Uh, Eminem released his first album. Napster was invented. <laughs> Impeachment of Clinton began. Seth MacFarlane debuted... The, the show Family Guy. I don't think the impeachment with that and Family Guy are related, but you never know. Ah. <laughs> the, the Woodstock began again, and unfortunately, it was not a, con a concert of love with sexual, with many sexual assaults reported, as well as vandalism. That was and, a really muddy one, right? They're both really muddy, but that was also the one with all the fires. Yeah. <laughs> and the one they actually had to evacuate because it went too crazy. And also in this year, a uh, fact we all like to forget. Maybe not. I don't know. Star Wars Episode One debuted. So, yeah, fucking Binks. <laughs> Misa, past... the worst character ever. Look past the negatives, my friends. <laughs> all right, we're going back in time even further. So keep that in mind for this one. <laughs> for ten points in this year. I kind of included this because I figured it was actually just kind of a cool thing I didn't know about, and I didn't even know this went to the Supreme Court, but it's cool to know this. For 10 points, the Supreme Court rules that taping television shows at home on VCRs does not violate copyright, copyright laws. So that should have given you an idea of what year we're in, because this is when VCRs were still around. For 9 points, again, something I didn't really know about, but Vanessa Williams, the first black 
Miss America loses her crown because of some artsy nude photos of her taken yeah. seven, several years later. Greg, Greg, you know this year? Greg, yes. 1976. Incorrect. Wrong decade. God damn it. I'm going to get on some really terrible fact now. For eight points, the AIDS virus is first identified. All my facts are really negative things. I, that's When I was looking this up, I realized all these things in history are always really sad. There's never not much good things. <laughs> For seven points, the PG-13 rating is first introduced, largely impacted by the movie Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom the year prior. Greg, 1978? Again, wrong decade? So incorrect. Fuck. Apple, for six points, introduces the user-friendly Macintosh personal computer and also makes this announcement on, on one of the most notorious Super Bowl commercials of all time, depicting a classic Orwellian novel that also reflects the year the commercial was released. Chuck, 1984. That is correct. Yes. So that brings you up to 17 points. Greg, you have 23, but still plenty of opportunity to catch up also this is when the where the beef commercial debuts the cosby show debuts you know it's the teenage mutant ninja turtles first debut in comics beverly Hills cop is the number one movie at the uh, at the box office and president reagan is re-elected with a landslide 59 percent of the vote wow (laughs) he he beat his opponent like the uh like the germans beat brazil in the world cup so (laughs) speaking of which how many freaking goals was Germany going to score in that game? <laughs> it was like a Brazilian. <laughs> oh. Oh. Bad joke. <laughs> but it worked, so there you go. Also in this year, Michael Jackson is burned during the filming of a Pepsi commercial. So, And you know the song Born in the USA that you probably heard a lot during 4th of July first release, so... Nice. I I definitely would have got that one when when you did the Ninja Turtles fact. Yeah, I try to find more facts on comic book stuff, but it like that it, it it's a little shaky with a lot of the stuff when like it so it was, yeah. Anyways, all right, we're moving into the future with this. Not hugely in the future, but in the future, still in the past, but in the future of after 1984. It's the opening of Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. A long, long time ago. But not that long ago. Also in the future, but not yesterday. So <laughs> for 10 points in this year, on December 25th, the first successful trial run of the system, which would become the World Wide Web, occurs. For nine points, the first McDonald's is in Russia opens in Moscow, uh, which was nicknamed the world's biggest McDonald's after the fall of communism in that country. Chuck, 1982. Incorrect. Wrong decade. So, think in the future of that. For eight points, the Hubble telescope is launched. No idea. For seven points, you can't touch this by MC Hammer. Pigs at number eight. Don't 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 do. Greg, nineteen ninety-one. You are so close, but incorrect. Fuck. Four. What was that? That was four or seven points. For six points, Jim Henson dies of walking pneumonia. Many argue that this death was due to his extensive hours of work on the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Greg, 1990. That is correct. 
Oh, I feel <laughs> bad for getting that one. So it's for six points. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell. Well, on, a, on, the, on the bright Turtle. side, The Simpsons debuts this year. Uh, Home Alone day is the biggest movie of the year. Ah! <laughs> All right. Uh, East and West Germany are reunited. Million Vanilli, I meant that they limp sync. And in WWF SummerSlam, The Ultimate Warrior beats Rick Rude. So for those keeping track of the WWF facts. So whatever reason the site I went to, the sites I went to, had a lot of facts about the WWF. Apparently historical facts about the Ultimate Warrior and, you know, the Berlin Wall falling are, you know, one and the same. So They're synonymous. They really are. <laughs> All right, we're going into the future. And this is actually the the last one. So we have 29 points for Greg, 17 Yay. for Chuck. So, but we have one more. We'll see. I oh, cannot cool. win. <laughs> Maybe. Down by 12. Okay. So, and this year, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll come up with a special rule, but I guess we can't. So, all right. Well, this is going to be fun anyways, Chuck. It's for the love of the game, right? As, as, as uh, uh, what's his name says? Uh, Hen, uh, Harry Kissinger? No. He played to win the game. <laughs> Herman Edwards? Herman Edwards, yeah. All right. I to win the game. I can't win, so I'm not playing. All right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And this year, for 10 points, scientists find water on the moon during NASA's lacrosse mission. The lacrosse satellite sent in to look at water was compromised of two parts. A satellite meant to crash into the, the center of the moon's south pole, and a spacecraft that measured the findings of it after that crash. At least 26 gallons of water was found. Well, See, I didn't know that happened, and it happened in our lifetime, so that's kind of cool. Crazy. For nine points, Apple CEO and founder Steve Jobs announces the first-generation iPhone. Chuck 2004. Incorrect. Later in the future. For eight points, the final book of the Harry Potter series, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, is released and sells over 11 million copies in its first 24 hours. Becoming Greg, the go ahead. 2008. Incorrect, but very close. For, what am I on? Seven points. After a long delay, Star Trek returned to the big screen with a reboot directed by J.J. Abrams. Oh, we saw that together. Um, I can't remember when that was. I'm going to go Greg 2009. Incorrect. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> ouch. That hurt me <laughs> on the inside. Chuck 2007. That is correct. Yes. And that was a special one that gave you 50 points, so you win. No, not really. Ding, 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 ding. What? That was four, seven. Sad Hulk. Sad. So that was a total of 29 points for Greg and 24 points for Chuck. So, yeah. Woo! I apologize. My facts weren't very good, but maybe next time I do this, I will go to get better facts. So Good dick, Chuck. Good dick. <laughs> good game. I don't remember when anything happened, apparently. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't remember half the stuff either, but I cheated and, you know, had the years in front of me. So I, anyway. I can... I can get decades, but it was pretty much just guessing. That's yeah. the only ones that I got right. <laughs> so now Dan's gonna go and shave his mustache. <laughs> yeah, 
Thank you for this episode of Celebrity Jeopardy. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that was Women's in Time. Didn't work out as well as I wanted to. My my facts kind of sucked, but what are you going to do? But We got my awesome singing going on. We did get a lot of Greg singing. We did learn a lot. And education is very important, as we are, as we all know. So. It's not pod- power. Our podcast will move up the rankings of the educations category now. Exactly, exactly. Because we know when Paris Hilton's sex tape debuted, so... <laughs> I, I couldn't find out when Kim Kardashian's debuted, so I don't know. Oh, I totally wouldn't knew that one. Oh, what year is it? I don't know. That was an eight. Probably. You're correct. Yay! All right. Anyways, we thank you for for sticking through that game. If you did, if not, I apologize. We'll be, we'll be better next time, as we always are. But we do have don't apologize to them, Dan. (laughs) Don't apologize. Uh, We do have a special treat for you this week. And that, again, we are continuing our infamous unknown saga with episode four. Greg, and what we are, what are we on this week? Episode four is named Master and Servant. All right. So here we are. Episode four of Unknown, Master and Servant. Stormy Castle, out of a bad science fiction film from the early days of cinema. A man, hidden in the shadows of a very elegantly appointed throne room, sits before a knight's shining armor with a corpse contained inside. The man in crimson robes speaks to the knight. Report. Everything seems to be going as planned, Lord Wilt. Very good. How has the subject been reacting? He has been confused, but I have been able to push him in the uh, appropriate direction. Confused? Yes, the procedure has the desired effect. The only way he's been able to stay on our desired paths is because of my guidance. It is my path and my extensive plans and backup plans that have done this. It has nothing to do with you, Don. So remember your place, or you could end up as a member of the Tortured instead of being one of my servants. I, 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 I'm sorry, Master. I, 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 I beg your forgiveness. Of course you do, as will everyone. Has he been sent on the path of Garrett Wright? He has, and his search has become an all-encompassing project. He barely remembers to eat, and sleep has eluded him ever since he has heard the name Garrett Wright. That is good, but does he trust you yet? Not yet, but I didn't want to be too helpful and raise suspicion. So far, he finds me to be a disgusting creature. As he should, and everyone else. (laughs) Yes, Master, very good. It wasn't a joke. Everyone you grace with your presence should be disgusted. Your usefulness is the only thing that allows you to even be near me. An old, decrepit man, twisted and bent, enters the throne room, his dark suit almost letting him fade into the fine shadows. But the presence of his paper-thin skin makes him stand out like a beacon. Ah, Artie. 
No tea for the misfit. You are dismissed, my servant. I am not here for that, sir. It is the ghost network. They have reported that the unknown man has found Garrett Wright, and he's on his way to him now. You know your job, Don. You should get to it. Arthur, see the slug out, if you would. Yes, my master. The servant walks into the shadowy, cobweb halls of the castle, limping along as fast as he can, only stopping when coming to an old, rusted-out suit of armor. A suit of armor that is out of earshot of any wandering ears that might be listening to the servant's conspiratorial whispers. I can no longer do this. You must! We have no choice! He is starting to suspect me. The curse is becoming obvious. I tried to dull the effects with the drugs you supplied me with, but it isn't enough. I shall send you larger supply. For now, do your best. I must get back to him. Be quick, Don. I don't know how much longer I can last. Well, we hope you enjoyed episode four of Unknown. It'll be taking a week break for next week, but we'll be back better than ever sooner than sooner than you think. Uh, we'd like to thank you for joining us. And there's always ways to get in contact with us. You can contact us by commenting on the episode post at geekcastradio.com or nerdly.co.uk. That's also one of our newest sites that we're, is having our podcast. You can send us. Hello, a- friends. Hello. Yeah, it's been a while since we offended the British, so good thing we're doing it now. (laughs) (laughs) You can send us an email by sending it to feedback at geekcastradio.com. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter. Search Talking in Circles. I'm also on Twitter at Movie Revolt. But that's all for this week. Remember to join us next week, same time, same channel, same podcast feed. But for now, this has been Chuck. Ben Greg or the sexy Khaleesi. Mm. This has been Dan, the bad game master, and we've been talking in circles. We'll see you next week. Bad game master. I know. I didn't mean it that way, but I can understand how you take it that way. (laughs) Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.